in typical form because I really enjoy these since we started doing this. Uh, Abby, you want to pull us a Higi card? Huga, Hagi, Huga. Huga. No, I like Never that. It's mispronounced every single time. I, uh, it fills me with loathing every single time. <laughs> I think the Danes are going to come like for it. you. <laughs> the Danes uh, are going to arrive in force oh, and no. be Danes. extremely upset with us. Uh, here's, a, here's a fun one. For each of your characters slash Baba Yaga herself, do you feel like they find love or does love find them? Ooh. Yeah. Love definitely finds Baba Yaga. Irina, <laughs> yeah, Baba Yaga don't go after any man, woman, or thing. Those things come to her. So uh, that one was easy. <laughs> Manette has that in common with Baba Yaga. She has a few things in common with that witch, but more, her whole life, people people been after her, crushing on her. She's never been the first one to catch feelings, ever. <laughs> <laughs> or it's been like exactly at the same time, like mutual crush time uh, and, and mutual sort of pursual of that. <laughs> Um, Andromeda is asexual and aromantic, as I will say. <laughs> yep. Every time yep. stuff like this comes up. <laughs> Every time a romance question comes up. <laughs> so, boom, bam, boom. There you go. <laughs> Pippa, as as does Abby, finds love. Uh, <laughs> Pippa loves love. Oh. Pippa gets crushes all the time. It's unavoidable. <laughs> she, is, she is the opposite of aromantic. She is highly romantic she is romantic to a fault romance happens <laughs> she's hyper romantic uh crushes crushes everywhere so yeah pippa finds love <laughs> always i just imagined uh, her like one of those shonen shoujo protagonists mm-hmm. where the girl she's just like constantly blushing and like being like oh like fidgeting around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. I feel like every every single like hot person we've run into in this AP so far, uh, I've I've mentioned that Pippa is just kind of like <laughs> <laughs> she gets the bloody nose. Just in a, an older it. lady. Like Which is not a teenager <laughs> version yeah. of that. <laughs> Whatever the older lady version is. I mean, Pippa and I are, are uh, closer to closer to closer in age um, than we were when I first came up with her character. But I yeah. still, ugh, oh I still God. do that. There was the cutest person uh, at Starbucks the other day. They were <laughs> so adorable, and they and they smiled at me and asked me what I wanted when I came up to the counter, and I legit couldn't answer them for like two whole seconds <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> because I was so overwhelmed with like cute. <laughs> You're so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just made me think that I'm I'm gonna catch up in age with Manette by the time this campaign ends. Anyways, right? <laughs> Fuck it. That has me fucked up in the head for real. <laughs> yeah, oh one year. One year it's pretty much been one year of our game time is one week of time in this game. So, yes. <laughs> oh, shit. so insane sauce. Are you still keeping the calendar? Like, yep. Okay. Yeah, oh, nobody's man. birthdays are nobody's <sighs> characters' birthdays are coming up, unfortunately, because I really want that to yeah. happen because I think that'd be great. It'd be fun, Wait, but it's we my it's my birthday. This horrible day of blood and guts and chasing <laughs> Baba Yaga some more. I know. Yay. Oh, there it is. The twelfth of Desnes. There it is. Oh, okay, good. Um, let's see. I don't know, Praxis. 
He was, let's see, this is the entry for the year 4701. So <laughs> this is Abraxas at age 17. He leaves the land of the Lenoran Kings for the first time in his entire life. Entry two, he begins his whirlwind romance with fellow druid Pykel. <laughs> uh, the third one, I might have read already, he assists druid in a rituals that bring a landslide to wipe out an outpost. The outpost was built as part of a building uh, war between two minor nobles and settlement. The petty feud was taxing the environment around them. Eco-terrorism. <laughs> does eco-terrorism find Abraxas or does Abraxas Hell find yeah. eco-terrorism? I think Abraxas definitely finds eco-terrorism. <laughs> Maybe that's how the right. romance started. Instead of it being the ghost scene where they're with the, the clay pot. <laughs> they're using it was like the, the landslide. Oh my God. The landslide, the song is going. The that song plays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Buildings collapsing. <laughs> All the people screaming in the background. Like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very funny. I like that. Uh, I don't know. Probably you either found him or at that age he was still or was so sorry I like leaving, you know, leaving his country for Pete's sake. So I don't know. He was kind of like open to all like all experiences. So I'm sure in kind of like that when I'm picturing it was, you know, he, he was looking and, um, or it was like, again, mutual ghost shaping the, shaping the landslide thing. <laughs> um, I think for Bayani, everyone would assume that love finds him and they're correct, but he <laughs> also found love. He, he sought a person out. Oh, yeah. juicy. Mm-hmm. Juicy, juicy. Adorable. As ever, shrouded in mystery. Shrouded. <laughs> Who called me sinister? Sinister? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pippa took a little walk around by Ani's brain, and there was a lot of blood and screaming with a overlay of a flowery meadow. My love. It was food. sinister. Sinister? <laughs> I don't see it. You just don't see it. <laughs> it's not for me, thank you. I mean, not sinister on purpose. <laughs> you have to be more. You have to be more like innocent seeming and childlike. That's how you get away with the sinister part. <laughs> if we've learned anything from Andromeda, <laughs> there you go. Bionni's doing it. He loves the children. He plays with the children. He protects the children. You can talk in a demon voice if you have an uwu face. Okay, that's the, he constantly the has an uwu face as he sticks his butt out, as he flexes his thighs. Like, what do you want? What do you want from them? Wait, I need to find a no, picture. No, that's it. That's exactly yeah. what I want from Bionni. Yeah. He is that grimace thing. He's like, hey, Ronald Coon, you like my chicken McNuggies? It's that picture, yes. specifically. <laughs> yes. Abby is frowning. Frowning furiously. <laughs> Putting it I hate in. it. I can't wait to see this picture. Oh, you're going to like it. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> Guess who oh, that is? Oh my god, who is that? That is Dr. Burpee of the Burpee. Oh <laughs> the, my he god. invented the Burpee? He invented what? the Burpee. And does he not look like the man who invented the Burpee? Yes, he does. That's, the, that's exactly <laughs> the body that the man who invented the Burpee wow. should have. <laughs> he looks like, okay, I need to find it. 
he looks like this really <laughs> bad oh, Captain America. He looks like gay Popeye. He does. <laughs> oh my god, because everything is so tight on him. <laughs> Look at him like th- like he's like got his little butt out and his chest is out. The smoldering eyes. Mm-hmm. The little the hat. Mustache. Oh yeah. It's the mustache. Wow. Yes. He's serving. He is serving. Okay, this Absolutely. is what that image made me think of. Yes. <laughs> I've like, seen this under one of those. You, if you ever feel bad about your art post, no. It's, oh my god, this oh, so dumb. this artist is so bad. He's such a so bad at proportions. Detach all of your bodies. muscles. Someone tried to do. Someone tried to be like, what the going on in general? Oh, it's so bad. Like, it looks like he's about to explode. Like he accidentally, like he accidentally got injected with like the Hulk serum mm-hmm. or whatever. What we're and talking about, just- <laughs> listeners, is the Captain America drawing by Rob Liefeld. It is mm, so bad. <laughs> you honestly probably know the one. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, it's made its rounds on the internet because it is that. It bad. sure oh, yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, my favorite instances of this of this piece of art being deployed is when people are talking about like the objectification of women's bodies in comics, <laughs> yeah. and then and then and then like some dudes like to clap back with like, yeah, well they objectify the men just as much, and then like look at this picture, and then it's like, no, no nobody, one's objectifying no, that. no one's into no. this. No. This is not an objectification. <laughs> this is your power fantasy, my guy. Of just like no one is looking respectfully. Everyone is looking horrifically. It's yeah, just everyone is no. cringing. Yeah, everyone, everyone is cringing. It looks like an alien is gonna <laughs> blow yeah, out of his just, chest. Yeah, yeah. Like, xenomorph is like two seconds from bursting. Everyone dislikes the that. exact same thing. Steve has a chest burster, and we're all really mm-hmm. concerned for him. Yeah. In this picture, yeah, and it looks like he doesn't have a nose. Like, oh, he does it. It lo- it's like a it's like a snake's nose. It's yeah. flat to his face. He's, he's Voldemort. Voldemort. He's with he a chest is serving Voldemort. What I think is crazy <laughs> is that can we agree that this is a profile picture? <laughs> right, right. It's like it's like it's like seen seen as a profile, correct? Yeah. Yes. Why yeah. do we see both of his man tits? Exactly. Because it was important to the artist that we know. <laughs> we see both. He of started his to draw him about those. He started pets. to draw him like di- like semi profile, but then he was like, "No, we're going full profile." Right. But I'm not moving yeah. this tight right. chest I drew back. No, I get chest it. burster has moved to the right side of his body Just and is preparing to exit, and has thus contorted the rest of the rib cage so that it is Ugh. now facing at a slight angle. You could put a it. whole other neck and head there, and yes. it would not it's a look robot. out of place. And it's the door swinging open, so this is like a sex bot. There's a technician making repairs, and the, the door, if you look at that as basically a drawer, a door open, and it could close, now that's a, now I can't unsee that. It's an open, it's an open door. Oh, sh- yeah. Mm-hmm. It can close, and then Captain it would be America normal maintenance art. Oh. Rob Liefeld, if you're listening, I know you haven't improved your art. I've seen your current work. Do better. Yeah, but sorry, dude. Fuck you. But thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening, and I hope you continue. Consider, I'm just consider shout consider on checking you for out our Starfinder. Yeah, adventure. <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe join our Patreon, Rob Liefeld. Thank Maybe you. look at our artwork and get some better ideas. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob yeah. Liefeld, Go I challenge imp- you to draw imp- our characters if you can do no, drawing. No, no, no. Yes. yes, I would love to see <laughs> Pippa rendered uh, in his style. <laughs> I challenge you to draw feet, Rob Liefeld, because he's notoriously oh, bad at drawing feet. No, no, no. <laughs> He 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 literally draws comic panels so that the feet aren't showing, and if they do, they're like little squiggles. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah, and then they have, and they have feet, presumably. Um, <laughs> Listen, dude, we know like it's needles. hard, okay? But you can learn. You can learn. If you can learn to draw pecs like this, you how can, does somebody like this become an artist? There is like he was, so much like he was the one. It's a who good question, right? Deadpool. Go look at fucking um go look at fucking uh League of Legends art. How did half of those people who drew that shit get like the the anatomy is scary. Doesn't it's, make sense. It's body horror. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the proportions are frightening. It's frightening. It's truly ab- abysmal. So <laughs> summarizing, we would like Rob Liefeld to draw all of our characters. <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> I want to see all of our characters in Rob Liefeld style. Chest, I want to see chest chassis open a jar. Chest chassis, yes. <laughs> I want to see what kind of strange contortion uh, Pippa would be drawn in that no that no woman would actually. We would somehow be able see to the stand boobs in. and the butt at the same yeah, time. At the same time, <laughs> like an artist rendered that. Like if he. Uh, if these cartoon characters were drawn in real life. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? And they like did Jessica Rabbit and it was horrifying. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. my oh. God. I hate anytime somebody does like a realistic Jessica Rabbit, I'm always like, oh God. Yeah. Because <laughs> nobody creepy. ever does it right. <laughs> uh. Lord, we got so distracted we did and we spent most of that time talking about like a visual medium i told i told the listeners where to find it you just gotta google it oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was put it on the calendar to release on the on on twitter instagram i will tag him yeah we should change our icon (laughs) just for that day of the captain america photo and then change it back yes <laughs> and please tag him at rob Life. oh i'm 100 percent gonna tag him <laughs> oh my god okay uh so <laughs> there uh praxis you see a cute little jim teddy bear curled up next to your belly a little ball of fuzz He's uh, he sleeps in wolf form, so he is like ears like straight up, eyes, um, you know, eyes wide open. Um, he'll, he'll like transform into <laughs> he'll transform into man form, just be like, hey, you're what, Jim? He, he smells. Does it smell like Jim or? Uh, it does smell like God. Jim. God, it's been so long. And what's what's weird is, you know, you hear, but you actually can understand what Jim is saying. <gasps> what? I forgot he talked like a villager. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Jim conveys that uh, his his attachment is to that gun, oh. and. When he felt some concern around the gun, uh, he ended up here for some reason. Doesn't really understand why. 
Oh, well, I... Uh, I... I was... Uh, it was in the middle of a, a combat, and I... I just didn't reload. I, I was all thumbs. It just... I think some of my hair got caught in on some of the mechanism when it turned, and... It got stuck. I, I was able to clear it, but I was really afraid that I broke it. So that was that was probably it. Then Jim points to the back of his body. I guess what a tick. Yeah, you just you just have to just chew on those. I'll, <laughs> I'll go looking for a picture, and it's like a tick or a flea. You uh, you actually see on the back there's a you never saw it before, but you noticed there was a fold, and underneath that fold is a zipper. Oh, it, it, what, uh, did you get a surprise? What, uh, I'm gonna pull this down. It, <laughs> like, uh, uh, you, oh. it's a little weird. It's kind of <laughs> awkward. I thought it was a tick, but okay. Well, here, here we go. Uh, as you unzip inside, you see a neatly folded. Uh, it's actually a large piece of paper, but it's just been folded so well that it, it fits within it, the small confines of Jim. Oh, I'll uh, I'll unfold it. I'll unfold it. Oh, a map. Did you unfold? Does the, the map unfold? Yeah, it, it's almost magical. Like it looks, it fo- oh. you know, it's folded the size of a square, but as you unfold it, it unfolds to this huge blueprint. And what Ooh. you see is actually um, the blueprints for your gun. <gasps> and what Ooh. you realize is this is not only something that will help you take better care and understand your gun better, because there includes like guides and what happens to it within this this. This, like I said, it it seems to unfold. It almost seems to magically give information as you're looking for it uh, on, on the paper. <laughs> uh, but one of the other things you realize is this will actually enable you to make an Abraxas gun someday if you wanted to. <gasps> uh, so uh, Ooh, this is, it gives you those that you now have that ability, or you will with I, I you know with levels we can work out something with levels uh, it, at some point if you wanted to build your own gun. That doesn't necessarily have radiant properties. Maybe it has something more, a little more fitting to a Braxis. Um, so. Interesting. Oh, Huff Puff, what a find. He's just like pouring over everything. And uh, yeah, so Jim is now your companion. He is he is your Argentea. So uh, uh, Ooh, you, now have a, you now have a Jim. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, Braxis not knowing that is like, well, uh, just get a. You plan on sticking around? Uh, do you like disappear? Uh, he he <laughs> he comes up and and then gives you a hug, and that hug you feel that attachment, oh, and you realize oh, that your oh. understanding of Jim, uh, means that you are now linked. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well, you could you could travel in the the beef jerky bag. That one's. Always- <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would be so he's picturing himself small in a beef jerky bag. He's like, oh man, that sounds really great. Heaven. You- <laughs> <laughs> the best place I can keep you, Jim. Uh, uh, so yeah, there there uh Jim is with you now. Wow, he's he's probably quiet for a long time, just processing uh everything as far as Oh, holy crap. You know, he, 
he knows the other druids. You know, he meets with them. Um, not Entmoot. What's that other one? Anyway, I can't think of the the holiday, but it's like a once a year thing where all the druids come together. Um, you know, the path his walk doesn't come with an animal companion that you know other druids may may choose to go. You know, uh, his he walks a path of you know the Arctic druids, so it's kind of like a oh he was never picturing having some sort of like uh, companion that was tied to him. You know, there's you know his, his traveling companions, uh, his pack. But, um, so he's kind of like a jumble of emotions between that. And this is yet kind of like another connection where he feels that, you know, he, uh, he's keeping, you know, part of Odessa with him and, and having the kind of the blueprints, it kind of opens up, uh, another path for him where it's, he loves exploration as far as like travel, but this is kind of like another aspect of it where, He's looking forward to being able to kind of explore this aspect now again of his kind of like his his uh, you know personality or where it's going to take him. Uh, and another interesting thing is, as you're like getting ready in the bed, you notice that the paw that you had kinetically added to your stomach uh, is actually uh, a slightly different color, uh, as if and you kind of put together with your magics that it's what links you to Jim uh, is the, the the paw tattoo on your my stomach, bear, my bare paw. <laughs> yes, but that's his special tattoo. <laughs> no, no, was that is that red con? It's it more just... special now. <laughs> 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 that's just because your uh your gm has a funny sense of humor uh, all right i'll take it right Ret- it back to all the shirtless episodes that was never mentioned <laughs> in previous episodes yeah retcon gm magic you just don't talk about it we don't mention all of manette's tattoos every time she's yeah ta- you know Manette, showed them. I, I think just you <laughs> and i true. talked that Manette has like 13 tattoos or something like that she, yeah she has a crap ton of tattoos like more yeah. than i've mentioned as well so <laughs> uh so yeah uh so uh you all in the morning get notice from Faramal to uh, meet in the conference room uh, once you're ready. Um, what do you all do just to prep for the day? Is there anything special you want to do before you head out? Well, I'm trying to repair my crossbow. Andromeda is around and she oh, can is- help you do mend. Oh, oh I have the okay. same. Great. Oh, yeah. Well, Rex yeah. has it as well. So either way. Maybe well, during I- our meditate. I don't meditate. I don't know. If we're yeah. we're still kind of meditating, but it could be um, during our you know the morning session. I know Braxis has finally figured out the triaxis. So instead of the circle, he does this kind of like diamond uh, diamond uh, configuration and is now able to gather spells. It was so difficult for him to do his morning channel, like to get his spell preparations. But now he like sets it up like perfectly. So if, if Pippa is coming over, this would be the first time you'd see it in a, a diamond configuration. And what he did was had some water and froze it to be like one side, one side of the, the diamond. Um, but he has like everything set up. Like if, you know, if I can interject, Angel, and yeah. Pippa, what you see, and you can totally nix this if you don't like it, uh, Pippa, is you see Jim helping Abraxas set up the, the diamond shape. Like, oh, he's yeah. bringing little things and putting, placing it on. Be, she's got her, she's like, she was kind of looking down at her crossbow, sort of frowning at it and plucking the broken string in sort of a, a dismayed sort of way. Uh, but she'll have a, a quick, like, 
literally stopped at her tracks moment. Be like, well, that is that. That's not Jim, right? That's <laughs> oh, that would be. I mean, I don't want to say not possible, considering everything that happens to us on a routine basis is continually not possible. But that Jim, that that's Jim. Is he's a. Uh, connected in some way to the gun um i don't know if that's something you know you can investigate and you you know a lot more about the arcane than than i but he's he's i guess he's tied in with uh with with the rifle he just showed up in the middle of the night oh almost almost made me bite my tail i wasn't paying attention (laughs) (laughs) like all right, well, and she'll sort of reach out a hand toward Jim and uh, as if to shake one of his tiny paws and be like, it's good to see you. So Jim, when he, you do that, instead of shaking your hand, he runs up and just hugs your leg. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, who do we have coming out this morning out of your room there, Jess? It's Andromeda. She shoots up into a sitting position in bed, almost supernaturally, like she was lifted by the shoulders, because she's just getting creepier by the day. And then she yawns and stretches. <laughs> That's our girl! <laughs> and uh, she yawns and stretches and, and comes out to the main room rubbing her eyes and starts saying, oh, good morning, and then sees Jim and goes, oh, teddy bear, oh my god goodness and goes right up to him because like she sees that he's moving and like ambulating himself and is so fascinated by that so she sort of squats down and does the thing where she's like resting her her arm on her knee and then has her her hand in her chin her chin in her hand and is like gazing at him lovingly and is like and what who are you (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, this is (laughs) well uh uh, this is Jim. I know his uh, uh, that language doesn't come across uh, usually very well with other people, but uh, yeah, this this is Jim. He's uh, used to belong to a dear, 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 dear packmate, and is is bound to to this rifle, which was you know also theirs. So he showed up. He's been oh. very helpful putting together this new configuration. Very handy. Well, she just said, well, it, it's lovely to meet you, Jim, and gives him a little handshake. Uh, Jim shakes your hand. Uh, and how's Bayani doing? Uh, Bayani had a much slower start than normal, I think. And he exits out of his room into the common area, and he sees Andromeda and Sevmanet, and he just goes, oh, sup, little one. And he sees the bear, he's like, sup, little bear. <laughs> he sees Tip and Raxus and he's like, sup? And then he just kind of goes about oh. his morning and just shuffles about, trying to be smaller than he actually is. Oh. Bayani, uh, Argentea senses your your offness and uh, rubs up against your legs. Uh, he picks her up and he goes, oh, hey, ba- oh. hey, hey, baby, hey, come to Papa B. <laughs> Andromeda also senses it and goes and, and also had a little bit of a chat with Manette in her dreams and goes and puts a hand on his shoulder, just a little pat pat sort of thing, and then um a look, just kind of like a a co- consoling look on her face, and then keeps keeps walking and and gets ready. I think when they 
make eye contact, he scratches his chest around the gem. Just like, oh, like not unconsciously. Unconsciously, he does it. The other thing Andromeda is you see uh, in Pippa's hand is a broken crossbow. Oh, what happened here? Well, you don't have to tell me that, but uh, when did that? Yeah, when did that happen? What happened was that I've fallen down on my maintenance routines for my equipment that's non-magical because I'm a just an absolute fool slash was distracted by other stuff. You get it. (laughs) But it snapped uh, when I was trying to shoot it at a really big dragon, which was not a great time for the bowstring to snap. Uh, Do you know how to fix these? She sort of holds it up at you. (laughs) I don't, but I have a spell that can do the trick, I think. And uh, she just starts spamming mending. <laughs> oh, Abraxas like, oh. will stare for a little bit because he he casts it differently. So it's like this. I always find it interesting, like for the multiple, you know, the spells that yeah. overlap multiple spell lists. It's like, oh, that's, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, she can just kind of pulse it. Like, because I know, yeah, you prepare spells for her. It's, it's, uh, I mean, well, you have orisons, don't you? Or is it different for Mm-hmm. Yeah, for his for his mending when he uses it like for like the armor stuff, he he does like circle stuff. So he uses sort of uh. kind of like either sacred geometry using like natural materials, um, because he you know he's pulling kind of like from from nature. So he's in tune with let's if it was a crossbow, he's getting in tune with the wood, uh, um, you know the ores and the metals. He kind of like gets that feeling for it. So kind of however. Well, I don't know how how would mending work for how do you picture mending from from Andromeda? Well, initially it's just kind of like the you know in Howl's Moving Castle when he, a bunch of light is just surrounding him and like blowing his hair back. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. kind of looks like that anytime Andromeda uses magic except sort of darker and her magic has always been very violet hued, but right now it's actually very it's an aurora but it's golden. Like it's a golden mm-hmm. aurora surrounds her and it's just like it's around it's around her hands and then all around the crossbow and things are just slowly moving into place as she continuously like pumps the magic into it repeatedly. So yeah, it just kind of looks like it, it's not like she's not controlling the thing to move back into place. She's just pushing magic into it until it does what she wants it to do. It's kind of <laughs> kind of a weird oh, thing. Cool. No, that's neat. Yeah, a Braxis for him it's he um, communicates with the the object to recall a state you know it used to be um whether it was alive or you know animal vegetable or mineral what have you to kind of like key into things are always in change you know yeah to kind of, uh, that reversion so he's just like staring like oh that is so neat <laughs> well and like oh <laughs> the other thing i forgot to mention is like it's not just like a golden aurora it's also like it has that oil slick quality but the colors are mm-hmm. all in the gold spectrum so it's like this influence of she has this connection with Minette, she has this connection with Buon, and she has this connection with Abby, not Abby with, with Pippa, with Abby specifically. No, with Pippa. So all of their their magic is sort of coalescing and like changing the way her magic looks. Um, oh, I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. It makes me happy that Buon lives in lives on in that way. Yeah. Aww. Yeah the aurora in our hearts <laughs> uh yeah Brexit is gonna just look as as much uh as long as he can look just really fascinated but then finishes up <laughs> his circle and just invites like oh i'm gonna 
commune with nature. Everybody's anybody's definitely welcome to 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 join. Uh, I know you folks need to get ready your uh, your own way, but I'm gonna be uh, hearing hearing triaxis, and you know, I'll put on some pants uh, later, and I'll I'll get <laughs> oh, breakfast going. No, 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 keep them off. Keep them off, man. <laughs> no need. Yeah. No pants needed. Yeah. So thirsty. <laughs> Keep those pants right uh, off. <laughs> I will say that Andromeda is very, like, interested in, um, even before being told anything by Pippa, she's definitely interested in Bayani's chest at the moment. Yeah. Uh, that Who wouldn't be that yeah. was gonna be his rob liefeld chest not in that way she's asexual and aromantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah of, i think andromeda is the only member of the party that is not thirsty <laughs> she can appreciate the aesthetics oh yeah appreciate i'm not not interested in any capacity past being like cool nice <laughs> good shit dude <laughs> While Andromeda is spamming mend on Pippa's crossbow <laughs> and Abraxas is meditating, Pippa will sort of exchange a, a look, a look with Bayani and cock her head in a meaningful way at Andromeda, mm. sort of indicating like, "Do you want to talk about? Do you want to ask now? Do you want to?" <laughs> he'll 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 pick up what Pippa's dishing out. <laughs> And he walks over to you. Pippa. Does he though? Uh, let me finish. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> he he picks up what what Pippa's dishing out, and he walks over and he goes. I mean, this isn't the time, Pippa, but we have like fifteen minutes. Oh my god! Like <laughs> she like she kind of furrows her brow at him, and but before rolling her eyes in the most dramatic fashion possible, <laughs> just be like. Not that. I mean, yeah, Andromeda wouldn't be interested anyway. <laughs> uh, Andromeda's no. like, what's what? What's yeah. going on? Pippa, Pippa points an accusing finger at the stone on Bayani's chest. Like, that. Bayani turns around. <laughs> at Pippa's now rubbing her forehead. <laughs> Logan, Ask you get a hero point. Not yes! Bayani. Logan gets a hero point. <laughs> Logan gets a hero point. <laughs> Ask her about the stone on your chest, Bayani, like oh, we were going to, like oh, we talked about. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, little one, you finish up there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm all finished. Yeah, so I got this jemmy in my chesty. Uh, right. Yeah. Can, do you? Would you be able to like uki it or something? You know, whatever you do. Uh, well, I I do have some, I don't even know, um, where it's coming from, but sometimes Mm. I know things. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. It's just a thing that happens, I suppose. To Uh, give you a little context, she kind of glares at Bihani. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Bayani has been having some trouble accessing mm. his memories. Yeah. And I've done a right. I've done an examination to the best of my ability. Uh and I believe it has something to do with that stone and I also know that that stone should definitely not be removed. But I, other than that I can't I can't tell what it is or what's going on with it. We don't have a lot of time to figure it out yeah. right now, but could you 
Could you uh, examine him yourself? Yeah. Oh, well, of course. I'll I'll take a quick look. And uh, she just, I'm going to just try my knowledge arcana. I have a decent bonus, but who knows how I'll roll here. So I, I'm also going to, Andromeda does, oh, I can do something new. And she flips a gold coin in the air and it disappears. And um, her eyes sort of flash and she, I casted uh, Leprechaun's Luck. But I still oh. only got a 26, which oh, I know rude. does not do it. <laughs> Leprechaun's luck. Closer than I got. <laughs> Bionni's just staring at you. Well, um, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not, uh, I'm not really picking up anything at mm. the moment. Snarts, man. <sighs> well, that's frustrating. Oh, well, I guess we'll, I guess I'll just have to, uh. And then he just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, he's having some difficulty, you know, grappling with the monster Seems inside. Like you just hear, I'm not a monster. <laughs> I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we all have monsters inside? I don't or know. Or outside. I don't. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the more you deny it, the harder it becomes. I've learned that the hard way. Aren't we supposed to go to a meeting or something? (laughs) He's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) Sullen Bayani. (laughs) What a sight. I think we're late. You know, if you embrace embrace the monster and change it. Come on, Andromeda. I mean, oh my god, Andromeda. Argentea, let's go. Oh, yeah, oh, she uh, right. will absolutely happily ditch Pippa to follow Bayani <laughs> wherever he goes. <laughs> and I think, are you like following Bayani? Because I picture you're following him, Jess. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she'll she'll start running out after you. <laughs> okay. In that case, then he 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 goes towards the door, and then he realizes you're following, and he picks up Argentea, and he makes a beeline for the nearest window, and opens it up, and just starts flying away. <gasps> Oh, she starts flying after you. <laughs> He's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're a little used to Minette. Um, I can fly though, <laughs> and she like points at her big black wings. <laughs> Bionni's just like hovering, looking at you with Argentea in the crook of his arm, and he just slowly one eighty turns away in air. <laughs> Listen, we don't have to talk about it anymore. I do... I do know what you're going through, though. I just want you to know that. You weren't there when it came to a head. But things have not always been so rosy for me on this journey. And I... It seems like you might be going through something similar right now. And what helped me through it was trusting my friends... Trusting Buwan, who is no longer with us, and trusting Pippa and Abraxas. We're all here for you. Bayani turns to you after all of that and says, thank you for calling me a friend. And then he just slowly flies backwards back into the window, back into the room. (laughs) She smiles and does the same thing. All right. Any last things before you head off to your meeting? 
Abraxas was almost going to go without pants like the rest of the rest of the time. It's like, oh, I don't have to wear pants indoors. Absolutely. Like, I was lied to. I have to wear pants. No, it's just a meeting. He knows. But he's going to go all armored. He's going to go in his uh, in his linens. <laughs> he'll brush it. He'll, you know, he'll brush through his hair. But uh, yeah, he's going to go in his linens. But with his rifle around the back. Nice. Uh, so you all join Faramal and his generals in the conference room. On the table, you do see a model of Spurhorn, which uh, sits atop it with uh, uh, small little figurines marking the location of the remaining troops of the Drakelins. Uh, despite the failed siege, uh, the Drakelins seem to have been scattered into the distinct groups. Uh, um, I think even you all realize, looking at the map, that they are kind of... Sp- Gathering to to start another attack. Faramal uh, looks up as you all agri- arrive. He goes, "Welcome, my friends. It seems we, with your help, we have stymied the Drakeland's approach. But sadly, their armies are still many, and uh, the Drakeland are down, but they're not out. And uh, I fear it's a matter of time before they rally and strike again. Is there any indication how large their their forces are? The the uh, from what we were able to see, well, you were able to see that look, they surely exhausted a, a good portion of that on on this assault. Uh, is is there any intelligence of how many more they have either in reserve, or is that intelligence still not available? They are significantly diminished. Uh, however, so are we. We took a pretty big guy. Uh, pretty big hit on our resources to to expend against this first hit and uh that's why i think with your help we might it might might take advantage of their still being scattered and not fully formed to wage an offensive assault on their camps um it goes uh the entire siege was led by rax's general male cinder a silver drag- dragonkin, one of his most skilled tacticians. I believe that if we could take him out, it would cause Rax, Rax's remaining army to scatter. Uh, hopefully that sends the message that not to mess with Spurhorn and maybe even give us a bit of peace. The last time they tried to siege us, we had almost a 200 years of 200 years of peace because they had to build up their armies again. And I'm hoping that maybe we will be able to do that again. What I propose is we split into three groups. I will take my forces and strike these two enemy encampments. And you all, who have great at at striking specific targets, we will take Cinder's Cinder directly. And hopefully if we are able to accomplish this, uh, they will disperse fully and we won't have to deal with them again anytime soon. The good thing about this is I know you have to, you may have to go to Rax's, uh, Rax to get that, uh, item. And, uh, this will hopefully help free up any incursions that you would meet along the way going that direction as well. But I, this is far beyond the scope of what we asked of you. We asked you to help us take care of that siege. You've done that, but I, I think among this, we have built a, a friendship and I, I, I will hope you will consider doing this with us and taking this last step towards uh, freeing us from the this 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 nasty siege. At this Abraxas will turn his head towards 
Pippa because for him, you know, Abraxas is a friendly guy, but for him, his end goal is they were supposed to give us their MacGuffin. There's some other <laughs> MacGuffin. And that's cool that they're, you know, helping and all that stuff. But like I said, he's, he's not fully invested in it other than, you know, keeping on his own. So he'll just like smile like, yeah, we're heroes. Um, and I'll just <laughs> kind of look over kind of like <laughs> to Pippa as far as like kind of to take yeah to take take the lead as far as like what your recommended direction is <laughs> she'll she's she'll look sort of steadily back at Abraxas and heave a little bit of a sigh I hate to bring this up but we do have a rather time sensitive mission of our own and we've solved the current crisis for you rather neatly we have other items we need to go about collecting. So unless this Malacinder uh, happens to be standing on top of the next item we need, I don't really see a great benefit for us in delaying our mission any further. Bayani leans towards Pippa, so he's like hunching down really closely, and he just whispers in your ear, Pippa, I think of the children who live here. Oh. Yeah, Andromeda speaks louder and says, I really don't think it's fair for us to leave them in this situation. We can help further. Why would we not? I agree with the bird. I understand. We can do both at the same time. I don't think it's going to take too much of, out of our time. It's not the time. It's the potential for our own demise when we have a larger mission at hand. Well, if it's four of us against him... I don't really see the problem, personally. I will also add that uh, Malcinder is going to be routed. Uh, it will be faster with your help, but uh, if he is routed and he runs away, he's going to go back to the same place you all are going. So you may have to deal with him later. I'd rather nip it in the bud, then. It, two birds, one stone, as they yeah. say. All right. Mm. That does... Mm. That does make sense if we would have to deal with them sooner rather than later. Yeah. And plus we got four birds right here. <laughs> <laughs> she turns sort of like a, turns a, a winning smile back on Faramal and goes like, all right, then why not? There is one small matter of our payment for this help that we've already rendered. It is, it is being gathered. So you will get your monies. Uh, we, well, trust me. The item that you promised oh, us. Oh well, it's right here. And he 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 goes into cool. his office real quick and comes back and there's a two headed eagle. It's a living eagle. <laughs> it's oh like alive. My. Yeah. Put it in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the bag. No, Andromeda gives you a look as well and yeah. holds out her hand. She she walks up and tries to like kind of get it to perch on her arm. Ignoring how its talons hurt her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing is uh, this bird is highly coveted. I will Mm. offer our protection of the bird here until you return. If you would like, you can take it with you if you want as well. But uh, I think we, you know, regardless of how you feel about us, we, we, we appreciate your friendship and uh, we'll be willing to hold on to this for you until you get back. Uh, oh. If you want. That that might be prudent, actually. Wow. <laughs> and she like kind of hands it back to him, <laughs> like, get this thing on my arm. 
but you, I did realize you had not yet seen the double-headed eagle, so uh, I here here it is. Nice to have confirmation. Yeah, appreciate this it. is thank you. This is Jack, and this is Joe. And he points to the two heads. <laughs> Pippa's <laughs> thinking in the back of her mind, like, don't we have to throw that into the cauldron? <laughs> Oh, I hope it it survives. I'm going to be sad if we have to throw. Pippa, you know that when you use the keys, that after the keys are done, they always end up on that shelf uh, after they're done. Right, 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 right. I, I, Abby, forgot that part. I just remembered that we we had to toss everything into the cauldron. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) That's funny. No. Not the bird. What is more majestic than if if that was what if they, if they would have implied that the, you would have had to kill the eagle or something I would be like you just throw a feather in or something I would I, I wouldn't have good, good. I would not have been able to do that animal death <laughs> no animal cruelty here uh, as you all are wearing fur outfits not mm-hmm. by on that was a a different situation <laughs> yeah uh, this the fur outfits we're wearing are came hard one. Thank you very much. Yeah, that thing was uh, by an animal that was viciously attacking us. It was a very necessary animal death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, so I am assuming this is a yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Let's okay. go right now. This is going to be a night strike. Uh, those of you who are unable to fly, we will hit you with a. Uh, overland flight so you can you can fly out because obviously you can't just walk you don't want to walk out in this field where there's all these random barbarians and such down there so we'll strike at midnight uh get prepared and what uh, can you that, tell us what can what can we expect from this general what what are they known for are they um caster uh what's their martial proficiencies uh, fighting style do they have any allergies, any food they dislike? <laughs> can we, like, low-key poison them before yeah. we get there? Shellfish their way. Yeah, can we, yeah, can we shellfish our way into them? Make their face <laughs> swell up so they can't see so good. <laughs> uh, not, I don't, I, we don't know much about General Malcinder. He is a dragon kin, so you've already been oh. lucky. You've already dealt with several of them. Being a silver dragon kin, he does his his breath weapon is cold. Okay, so that's helpful information. Wonderful. Okay, dragon is he weak? Is he weak against flame the way that uh, other cold types are? Oh, uh, he 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 has no immunities to flame, but he uh, or he is not weak against any elements like like a a full on right. dragon. Uh, the one thing I will add is he is a skilled tactician, although he is only as tactically smart as his uh, his controller. He is a skilled tactician, so you must be prepared for anything. Sometimes he listens too closely to God, and God tells him to do the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he is a skilled tactician, so be prepared for anything, and also be the Draklins pride themselves on their intelligence gathering. So you you may be prepared to that any of your past knowledges or past lessons in battle might be used against you in the future. Oh, well, good thing I'm here today, then. We have a special surprise. 
Ha-ha. <laughs> Surprise, it's not never the giant see- lady. <laughs> oh, that is so odd. It's something so much creepier. <laughs> yep. Mm, like, what the fuck? How come we were never... <laughs> nobody ever... Jess's uh, characters are either things. bastions of light or bastions of darkness. It's a sheet-white little child wreathed in darkness at all times. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> With the creepiest or, powers. <laughs> or a gigantic ball of light. <laughs> <laughs> exactly one or the other no in between <laughs> i i have some preparations if you ha- unless you have any other questions no I, that's that's helpful but no specific do they prefer range uh up close personal axe sword spear uh, uh that kind of information. uh they, they, mo- they like i said they 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 are skilled myth most dragon kin and bite and claw attacks uh he does have a blade that i have heard is quite powerful though i don't know oh. much more about it than that does he have any known weak points any old injuries that you can recall not that I know of. It, it, we have not been. Our intelligence gathering is not nearly as efficient as theirs. Uh, right. And, and unfortunately, and anyone who has ever gone up against Malcinder in the past, uh, we have never heard from again. That's not to say that you all won't have a better better chance at it than we did. It's. <laughs> I, I, I truly believe you all will take care of it way better than any of our team has ever been able to, but you're also higher level than all of us. <laughs> we are as yeah, we are. <laughs> we did go through a pretty XP heavy like dungeon recently, so oh my god, mm, our skills are quite advanced. You did? You didn't invite We've been me? honed. <laughs> well, you we know of you back then. <laughs> it still stings. <laughs> so uh so Faramol uh dismisses his his generals and uh you all have the day to prepare. I do want to kind of just briefly quick by this quickly is there anything specifically you want to prepare for this evening uh fight wise? Yep, no. Nothing nothing I want to do until it's time to fight people. Yeah. All right. And then probably for Andromeda Abraxas just seems to have like a little bit more energy. Uh, he was already like feeling great Aww. being in the snow again, but I'm I'm picturing his posture being more upright, his eyes being brighter. <laughs> just he's kind of like juiced, um, feeling <laughs> the juice, feeling mm-hmm. the juice. <laughs> oh my god, Monster Hunt is it Monster Hunter where you go fighting and Monster Juice? You need to get, oh, oh no. I mean yeah, there's I lots remember of watching your juices. <laughs> I remember you streaming going, Jess, yeah, go get the juice. Oh, I was, yeah, because I was using an insect glaive, and you shoot your ins- your kinsect out to collect juice from the monster. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Getting that juice. Getting get that juice. sweet monster juice. Uh, so midnight comes, and there's somebody there to greet you to hit you all with overland flight uh, if you nice. need it. Uh, Pippa, I think you get hit with it even though you're on your dragon just in case. Um, you guys, you know, something happens and you need to not be on Argentea anymore. Um, or, you know, somebody casts maze on Argentea. <laughs> so why don't you all roll initiative for me? Oh, yeah. So right as we're like approaching the battleground, essentially, the, the striking ground, um, Andromeda is reaching out to the entire party and you are all wrapped in her flashy magic and uh, everybody gets Blessing of Fervor and then on Abraxas in particular I'm casting Contagious Zeal 
which you can then spread to different people in the party uh, as the battle goes on. So each round you can choose a new person. So basically we'll all have it by the time we're done. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited for Blessing of Fervor. This is so, so cool. All right. Uh, Abraxas, what'd you get? Uh, 28. Woof. Uh, Bionni? I got 21. All right. Manette? (laughs) Andromeda. 24. Andromeda, 24. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And Pippa? Don't worry, Dustin. Your monsters will all have the opportunity to go before me, probably, because I... (laughs) Oh, friends, I am at a seven. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, no, the Abbey rolls. No. Here they are. <laughs> At least you got that one. Oh, did you way. haste us, by the way? Yes, I am. I hasted you. I, I would assume. I, that, I w- that is something that I would do. For everybody else, we'll have protection from energy cold. It'll let you absorb up to 84 points of cold damage. Whoa. I did protection from energy communal. That's my big uh, fourth level oh my spell. Oh, God. So I'm picturing as they're flying and they're going past like the Arctic terrain, like Abraxas starts kind of bringing it in, going like making motions like that. Like cold air is just coming straight into him. His his like ice, like permafrost starts going across his skin. And then he just crosses his arms out fast and it spreads to everybody. And um, oh, like everybody has like that thin layer of protection. Damn. That's oh, so cool. God, that's awesome as you all are heading in you hear you hear general mouse mouse cinder wheel out ah some bushels for me to snack on and at the same time you see a magic halo just form around him oh uh, come on mm. bullshit and uh yeah so abraxas you're up first what do you want to do first all right um so, so i'm gonna say all right breath weapons you know what to expect fan out and with that, Abraxas is going to kind of strafe to the to the right, kind of just to move away a little bit from the party, so they don't get hit with a you know a huge cone. Are you in human form, Abraxas? No, I'm I'm hybrid. And my round spell was the crustacean carapace, but for Triaxis. So I've got like silver. I'm matching him having uh, silver dragon scales as well. Hmm. You want to play some Ooh. dragon games? Speaking of dragon games, you do see a silver gleam on his sword. I smell silver, folks. Be careful. Uh, does that need to turn your turn there, Braxis? No, I moved over. It's like, well, he seems to be a fan of metal, so might as well oblige. Pam, pam, as I blast him with a rifle. Uh, that's good. <laughs> nice. That is a uh, 20... Oh, no likes. I was looking at the initiative one. Uh, my opening attack is 33. Uh, that will definitely hit. Sweet. So Ooh. that is... Uh, that's 16 points of damage. I don't know if they're evil aligned, but nine of it is holy. Ooh. Okay. Uh, the, the nine goes through e- completely. The, uh, the other damage does not. Okay. And then the other one is uh, 25. That's also a hit. So of the, it's twelve normal, you know, nor, normal like bullet damage, and then six holy. Okay, the holy goes through. Um, only, but you do notice the bullets are kind of ricocheting off a little bit. But he did that one did 
do a small little nick. Ah, the sucker's prepared. And then the other last one's going to be six points of holy, uh, nine points of the regular bludgeoning. So none of the none of the damage goes through except for the six points of holy. All right, then one more hit. And I only have it scripted for this thing, so it's going to give you the big block, but it's only going to be the first one. So my last hit is 25 to hit, um, and that's the eight holy as well. Oh, okay. Only one point of actual damage went through, but man, that holy hurt. Uh, <laughs> so good good job there. Uh, um, that'll, yeah, that'll do it. All right. Uh, this mother has some crazy uh, uh, protections. Almost werewolf-like. Uh, Manette, you're up. What would you like to do? Andromeda. Sorry. Sorry, Jess. It's fine. As soon as they land, Andromeda, like, she goes flying off towards the left side because Abraxas went right, and he was like, you know, rightfully so, saying, like, hey, let's fan out. So she's going to fan left, and she's going to use a spell, which I need Mal Cinder to roll a fortitude save against. Uh, 28. So it's going to still take half damage. So he's going to take 18 points of damage. It is fatigued. So basically Andromeda reaches out with her magic straight through his skin and starts just ripping at his bones like crushing them under her magic. Uh, and I have cast Bone Shatter. So they're now fatigued. Ooh, nice. <laughs> He's fatigued and has taken half of 37 points of damage. <laughs> All right. Can you imagine That's if we'd had the suit bonus? 47 oh, right there. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. I love this spell. <laughs> and that's all, right. all Andromeda can do. It is now Mr. Fatigue's turn. Wait, what about <laughs> me? Uh, oh, sorry, Bayani, go ahead and go. Okay, my turn's going to be pretty quick. Uh, Bayani is going to go Super Saiyan mode and just start gathering up all the energy that he can. Oh. He's doing that Naruto Rasengan with his... Nice. So I'm using my move action and my attack action to gather two points of burn that I can spend for free in next turn. And it's super flashy and showy. Very cool looking. Absolutely. So uh, Mousender, uh sees the heavily armed Abraxas and the not so heavily all arm- armed uh, Andromeda and he is going to make his flyby attack. So he is going to move to you, attack, and then move back. Uh, so let's see. What is he going to attack? He's going to attack with his blade. 33? Uh, yeah, of course. So his blade slashes at you, and as he slashes, it takes 15 points of slashing damage. It does four mm-hmm. points of da- uh, cold damage to you, and as it, it lands, there is an explosive blast of ice onto you, and it just it, it attaches to your skin and grows over as you take an additional 18 points of freezing damage. Oh, that, okay, so zero. <laughs> Resist energy cold is great. Thank you, Abraxas. I love you. Right. Now. Like, More than ever. fights. Good call. Did you ever know yeah. that you're my hero? <laughs> <laughs> Pippa, you are up. So Dragontae is going to move up to about within like 15 feet or so of Malcender. That's going to be Dragontae's turn. 
And then Pippa, perched on her back, is going to start gathering dark this this sort of dark energy that she hasn't wanted to access before, but is giving it another shot now between her hands before she points down and sends a ray of just darkness down to see if she can touch him with it. Okay, uh, Pippa, I need you to roll me a will save. Oh, shit. 29 on my will save. Okay. You feel in the back of your head like somebody is trying to suggest something to you, and you are able to resist it fully. Yeah, I think some of your bloodline power comes into play a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Amateur hour over here (laughs) with the suggestions. (laughs) However, you realize that... Mouse Cinder was not doing any movements when this happened. You all are not alone mm. on this battlefield with Mouse Cinder. Mm. The Fantastic Worlds podcast no. is a Fantastic Worlds production. I don't even production. Have to make my attack. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember what I was doing for next time. <laughs> Write it in the first notes. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, if you can't get enough of the FWP crew, we recommend con- connecting with our fantastic community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit, or following us on fa- following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Want even more FWP? We produce two other actual play podcasts, Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path, or you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, featuring our Pathfinder 2E Extinction Curse Adventure Path. To find out more about that podcast, join today at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin Prime. You can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Abby, and you can find me being really frustrated and furiously <laughs> typing in as many notes as I can possibly remember at Bonanza Famine. Boo! <laughs> this, this is Angel, who also mirrors the boo sentiment. Uh, I can be reached at Espinoza916. Boo! Boo! <laughs> This is Jess the Bone Shatterer. You can find me at Hank the Clank. <laughs> this is Logan, the sullen little muscle himbo. And you can find me at Mainman08. Hero point for Logan for not booing me. Yay! Uh, That's two hero points for me, specifically. I didn't boo you either. I took it from you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> hero point to Jess. Uh, yeah! <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Sirenscape, for using your sound effects and music. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and help us spread the word to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Clong! The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. Okay, we can do the episode now.
But in the episode description that we have to post about all... images, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have to post a lot of stuff. Context, We're starting a new image, podcast called Describing search. and Talking About Images. Comic book, <laughs> comic book anatomy, where we just sit our cartoon anatomy, where we just uh, make how do we even artists. get on this topic? I can't even remember what we were talking about. Or uh, it, it was, uh, I think, uh, I oh, presenting oh, Jessica it was Doctor Burpee. It was Dr. it was Dr. Burpee because you brought the <laughs> because of Bionni posing yeah. and making an uwu face. Mm-hmm. 